There are things about ghost adventures we will never fully understand. Understand. We want answers. Welcome to Adventurous Ghosts, the podcast that investigates every investigation of ghost adventures. (laughs) Today we are investigating the investigation of season five, episode three, the Jerome Grand Hotel. Welcome to Jerome's Furniture, where I (laughs) bought my table that took six months to show up. (laughs) That's Jenny's price. (laughs) (laughs) Are those, I think those are regional, right? Because it's like all those just like shit depot places that order. Oh, I'm a big fan of shit depot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, down here in Florida, they get the shit depot. Yeah. Same thing as drum. Similar owners, too. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, like Hardy's and Carl's Jr. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's a Hardy shit. Um, oh, uh, oh, you have Jerome's in there? Oh, it's actually called Shit Depot. Out yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's a, a little hidden gem a lot of people don't go to because it's called Shit Depot. <laughs> uh, actually founded by Richard Shit. <laughs> oh, so you guys clean. have a weird name. It has nothing to do right. with it. There's nobody he knows named Jerry. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jerome is not a real person, you yeah. idiots. <laughs> No, we had we had a we bought the the couch that we had at the old house that now is upstairs. Half of it in the cat room and half of it in the loft uh, uh, at Jerome's. Right, like literally the week the pandemic oh, was declared, like two days before. And uh, so yeah, we didn't get the couch for like four or five months or something too. So yeah, uh, and then the guy, yeah, the guy, <laughs> their their special prices are called. Oh, that's Jerry's price. Like that's the deal price or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we had Mike's way. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I love Jerry Mike's. Yeah, my favorite. Uh, (laughs) Import their meat from their local area in Vegas. Their local grocery store. Uh, but yeah, the guy was, uh, like Turkish. He was, you know, Middle Eastern descent to some guy. And he was like, he kept saying, we didn't know what he was saying. Even at first he was like, uh, 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 that's Jetty's price. And it sounded like Bamsey. Mm, yes. That's Jetty's Uh, but yeah, probably won't. I mean, for certain stuff, it would be fine. But, uh, for, for couches, I would not buy it from there again. Mm, okay. Uh, tables and stuff. Everything was like, seemed fine. But, uh, the couch was, uh. Because ours was on, fuck, I want to say it was like the top 25. It was like on the more expensive side of stuff they sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only more expensive stuff was like leather and stuff like that, but which we didn't want. But uh, but even still, it was just like it fucking bent like very quickly early on. And it like it just, I don't know, it wasn't very sturdy. Oh, is that the one where, yeah, it was the recliner with the auto. Yes. And then the dogs jumped on it and it kind of like went down. Yeah, she was starting to. I had to jump off of it because one of them was choking, uh, and it fucking bent, just like leaned all the way forward. And yeah, it was like insanely slow. So like, I'll never do a uh, an automatic, um, or an electronic recliner or anything again. So that's why we just have the old wood couch with the ottoman now. So, um, oh, then speak of the devil. There's one of my dogs. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I just finished up a kettlebell workout, took a shower, and I'm kind of sweating through my shower, just like George George said in the gym on Seinfeld that it didn't take. So, um, yeah, those are always tough. Yeah, the, if if it's a hot shower, especially, I mean, even the cool ones you can do that, but it's uh, it's a warm day today. It's going to be almost a hundred tomorrow. I know it's weird, uh, it's and then it's like down seventies again or sixties yeah. or something. Yeah, if you get like. It, it looked like it was going to be a little more extreme out here in the West Coast. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's like eighties. And then I think, yeah, by the weekend and then it's like 68 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Very straight. It's, it's, I mean, but it's, I feel like it's been that way since we were kids where the months of September and October and many times November cannot decide whether it's still summer or fall. And so, uh, like there's, there's, I feel like every, every two or three years, it's a hot Thanksgiving. Um, Oh, not yeah. the temperature because we just fuck erotic family, yeah. But, yeah but uh but you know the temperature as well but um uh, from yes, the fucking the heat the body heat at that yes. rate and friction the friction because we are not as as of course the old time the long time rule that stands with all families that fuck every few years in thanksgiving there the gravy is for the food not for lube we cannot use the gravy or there will be none left for the post fucking meal exactly so, all uh, those drippings need to stay dropped on the turkey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we do call my dad's balls, but yeah. uh, uh, not, it's, this is the food turkey, not the not the sucking turkey. Right. <laughs> the flopping, whapping Not turkey. the pinot turkey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, a bit of a pinot update. Um, of course, hearing this all through my sister, uh, because we don't really talk. Uh, not really. We don't talk at all. But um, it's a cold war. We've never talked about not talking except he has talked about why he thinks I don't talk to him. And it's uh, overly simplified as everything that he thinks is, <laughs> uh, but uh, just a deep thinker, you know? Uh, but uh, he is, uh, I think maybe left today, but this is a man that is in the process of getting on a heart transplant list who uh, lives in South Carolina uh, flew out here because my little brother, who I also don't really talk to, uh, uh, he is, uh, so it's, it's the, you know, the son of my stepmom and my dad, he has been living out here in the orange County area. And now that my dad is like extra sick, he's going back to live with them. I guess he's been living with them the past couple months, but now they're coming back. This is insane. They're coming back to drive his car, his golf cart back. Across- <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, to drive his car back across the country together. Cause it's cheaper to do that than ship it. I, I don't know. I, and that's exactly, I'm like, or I'm like, sell it and buy a new one. I mean, right. I, I'm, <laughs> no offense. I just imagine not much more than a golf cart. That guy's uh, driving around. No, it's, 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 uh, I, I don't I do not think that it is cheaper to buy plane tickets and then fuel yes, drive, hotel fuel hotel. Food. Yes, it's like this is a if you want to make a trip of it and just call it right. we're making take doing a vacation and yes. driving across country. And I asked my sister that and she's like, I don't know. I think he said he might they might stop a couple places. <laughs> like, okay. yeah, it's like that's yeah, there's uh, no way it's. But, you know, she and my yeah. dad don't sweat the details uh, right. classically. So they sweat a lot, just not the details. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she, my sister, uh, who was on an episode, uh, I think it was season three, uh, which was Aliens and the Undead episode. Uh, she had never been on a podcast before and figured she would never again. Um, I mean, she still won't cause it's under our control, but, uh, she's <laughs> at she's, least this podcast, right? <laughs> she said the other day, she's like, uh, her, her boyfriend is listening to, uh, oh, shit. Episodes. and she didn't say listening to like just the episode she was on. Like he's going through right, them, I right. guess. Uh-oh. And so we don't talk about him, do we? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, 
uh, she was asking me the other day, oh, which episode am I on? I want to tell him. And I was like, oh, I, I looked it up on the track listing. And uh, she was like, I'm going to come on another one where we all drink the whole time. And I was like, beer they're drunk that doesn't right. exist at the moment. Right. <laughs> and also, yeah. I don't think we've drank on probing ancient aliens in years at this point. Right. It would be it was those long days after work mm-hmm. um, pre I mean, intermittent fasting, I think we did too, just breaking, but it was definitely those earlier days of like, okay, it's been a long day, let's go. Or the random, yeah, Friday afternoon or Saturday, right? we would record again outside of the Twitch realm. So yeah, on Twitch, I know I used to because it was at my house, so it was easy (laughs) just like, "Eh, if I had a long day, then whatever, who gives a shit? But Mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah, you definitely wouldn't, again, handful of times, but like you said, it's been a very long time, especially since me commuting to you. Definitely not. So not in yeah. the last year. Yeah, we've for sure. Healthy boys. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just so it's, it's just another another one of those like, oh, my family. Well, not not my family, because Ashley, my older little sister, uh, she she intermittently uh, <laughs> intermittently uh, joins the Patreon and downloads yeah. I think mostly the Adventurous Ghosts episodes. But right. Right. Um, but uh, even still, that was a long time before any of them listened. So, right. Uh, she, they would, they would, they listened a little bit because they, they both wanted to. Her and Thick Nick wanted to uh, come on the show. Right. But, uh, that was kind of before they moved to old wine country as well. Well, now with this technology, we can uh, invite them into at least one of these. You know, if they true. want to join in, and uh, at a they have their own podcasting gear. So yeah, weren't they going to do, I totally forgot, uh, I, I like forgot, a food thing should, or something. Yeah, we, should, we should promote the Is show. That's still happening. Uh, that's going yeah, on. Oh, okay. they just did not take my advice and do it and tell anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just didn't do it consistently. Um, the logo is <laughs> actually pretty funny. It's very like Tim and Eric style. It's their cat with like a, a little fedora photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's on, it's on your favorite podcatcher of choice. It's uh, home cookery and other sins. Uh, Ashley Graber Moray and Nick Moray, but they have done bu- 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 one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten episodes since April. So, okay, you know, they did you know, it was like April, April 26th, May 10th, May 20th. It was like started off every couple weeks. Well, yeah, that's the then, problem. Uh, I asked, they've been consistently about every couple weeks, about every two yeah. weeks. I so. mean, again, it doesn't, ours were just spazzes so weekly, but yeah. Um, I think like, like I said, that purple stuff, I think he, they do that show once a month and then oh, wow. a Patreon, one or two Patreons and wow. that's it. And they're massive, right? Or compared to us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, to your point, I think it's just consistency, right? Like, yeah, you're right. I'm looking at that now, literally at the end of every month. So, um, yeah. So you, again, it's just, I know I'm going to get this at this time. Right, exactly. And have something interesting to talk yeah, about. Yeah, if it, and, I, and I did tell them, I was like, hey, if it's every two weeks, if it's every three weeks, just make sure it's every two weeks. Or yeah, every it's when it's like, oh, it's been six weeks and now four yes. in, a, in less than a week. And then another, six, you know, it's like. Yep. Um, yeah, that show Radio Mysterioso, I would listen to um, featuring Greg Bishop, who is the, well, featuring the hosted by Greg Bishop, who was one of the guys in Mirage Man uh, mm-hmm. that followed the case of the the poor scientist dude that got tricked by that dickhead, uh, Doty, uh, Richard right. Doty. Uh, he was in that documentary driving around the town and stuff, but, um, yeah, his podcast is, it's really cool, but there's like 70 episodes over like 
eight years or something. Jesus. And so like he'll go like, oh, three months, he'll have like seven episodes and then he goes eight months without one. And so it's very, yeah, it's very now that I've like caught up, it's very inconsistent. So, uh, but yeah, Home Cooker and Other Sins, they do, um, they take like a, a popular YouTube chef or just, you know, not doesn't have to be YouTube, but you know, that's where everyone watches cooking content. So kind of a popular YouTube chef. Uh, they will follow one of their recipes and they'll talk about, um, you know, the changes they made to it or how and kind of review it and whatever, uh, kind of beer, their drunk ass. Oh my God. Beer, their drunk ass. Drunk ass. ass. <laughs> uh, beer, Which we do ass. Knew, not a rip to that show. Cause I, I think there's still blood there, but, uh, a rip to modern times on there. Side note. Oh yes. Our oh, rip. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Modern Times Anaheim. Uh, one of the one of the ones that was supposed to be the Orange County or the Southern California holdouts and now is also closing down. So things aren't going the way the Howley Brutta at Maui Brewing has expected. Or maybe he did. Maybe he's like, no, I think this was pre pre planned. I would guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just remember him saying, hey, uh, I want all the brewing facilities at all the Southern California locations. But I guess he didn't care enough to. To keep modern no. times or they couldn't produce, couldn't be producers enough to um, make it worthwhile. So. Yeah, I think someone made them an offer. They were just like, we can't fund and staff this location. But so anyway, sorry, not to take away from your the biggest location. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, we never go on tangents on this episode or on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, from your uh, your brother and sister's podcast. Oh, yeah, no, it's, that's fine. Uh, but they they took a lot of inspiration from us uh, and. Uh, they do a lot of kind of ranting and and um, uh, tangents as well as talking about the food. So the first uh, handful of, of episodes are rough to listen to because they didn't want to spend any money on equipment. And I told them you gotta just buy they choose their iPhones for each other, and so they were on like a shared mic or something, and it was so like the channels were like their voices were on the mm. same channel, which means they were kind of washed out and echoey and weird. But they it's, it sounds a lot better now, so. Um, but, uh, you know, their latest episode is, uh, uh, Gudon by K J Kenji Lopez, uh, alternate review. Uh, Gudon is the dish. Interesting. Uh, I'll just read a quick summary of the episode. Sit back and get comfy as we review one of our favorite weeknight recipes. This Japanese dish is unique and simple and we can't recommend it enough. Tastes like fishy seaweed in the best way. Even Nick likes it. <laughs> Because uh, he classically, he's only now um, evolving beyond his child's palate. Like he didn't like greens, he didn't like seafood. Uh, he had he was very picky. Um, uh, not like the pickiest bitch, but very picky in general. Uh, like very adventurous in some ways, and very picky in general. But uh, is doing a lot more uh, trying, which is good. But uh, yeah, give <laughs> it a listen to experimentation. Yeah, if you like cooking podcasts and want to. Uh, uh, I don't know, be part of the <laughs> indirect probing family, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, and their little cat's name is Rorschach because he's very spotty, technically a tuxedo, but he's like, uh, mostly white with, uh, black Rorschachy spots. So you can also look at the logo and interpret how you feel about your mom or dad by looking at his face. Um, see, yes. Uh, seaweed. Uh, other than that, uh, we did get a notification when I uploaded the episode last night of uh, Hungry for Skinwalker Ranch, that ghosts like Ghost likes one of your tracks on SoundCloud, and I uh, thought for a second it was there the we go. ghost who <laughs> goes on their own SoundCloud and likes other people's tracks. 
Thanks. Spooky. <laughs> you know, it's a weird thing because there's got to be some sort of like, I don't know if it's automated, like it's a bot or SoundCloud does something where it bumps a track the first, like, you know, at the second after it uploads, it must like bump up in an algorithm or something. Cause well, it's without, gotta be a yeah, newly listed something. Yeah. Like, so every single time I upload to the SoundCloud feed, within a half hour of posting the new episode, it's like somebody likes this track and it's not always the new track, uh, but it is some track from our feed. Like the ghost liked uh, the alien frequency, which is season 12, episode eight. So um, not always the new one, but uh, anyway, um, nothing much happened in the last, uh, I don't know what, 16 hours since we recorded or something like that. But uh just uh, enough. Yeah, another kind of annoying workday with annoying conversations that are pretty futile. Uh, and uh, I don't know, how was your workday? You were done by four as mostly four-ish. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, uh, nothing too wild or crazy. Thank goodness. Got a new manager in play here, so they seem to be pretty cool. Mm, like direct report manager that you're uh, I might. I'm not at the moment, but who knows? But yeah, they're they're doing a good job got it uh yeah the new the new uh like senior leader of our our vertical of the business uh started today no you know no communication but today was their first day so we'll see how they do in the future right just starting right before holiday season in e-commerce which will be perfect so uh exactly exactly. uh also weird to be Looking outside on a beautiful sunny afternoon from the podcast room here. Got the window open. I just saw yeah. a child uh, ride by on a small scooter. I didn't see a parent, but uh, so apparently you need to leave now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to leave see my house. a parent. So apparently, <laughs> uh, apparently, my Chinese cousin who has kids. <laughs> um, but uh, they're speaking of Chinese people. There were none. In this episode, <laughs> there were not a single, this was a, I was going to say all white, but it's not because old Lonnie's wife, uh, was, uh, of, a uh, uh, looked like a mixed race woman, lovely mixed race woman. She had a, she had a lazy eye. I didn't know if you noticed that. Uh, uh, I don't think so. Yes. Um, I remember that from the last time, uh, Sarah and I had watched this episode. This was for some reason, this was a very memorable episode, even though we've seen it once, uh, mm-hmm. And, and it's funny cause not a ton of evidence happens, but it was one of those rare times where I was fairly entertained the whole time. Like the pacing was good. Mm-hmm. And cause then by the end I was like, oh shit, it's, it's 40 minutes of the 42 minute mark already. I didn't even, I hadn't even like paused it in a little while during my notes, but mm-hmm. uh, I was surprised it was over already, you know, but uh, yeah. uh, because of the lack of evidence, but so it, kind of, it actually kind of felt like one of the newer episodes of Ghost Adventures in in that way. So nice. Uh, I think I tagged. Did I tag you or just send it to Sarah? But the uh, the episode, the new episode this week is a two hour. The second two hour special of the the new season mm-hmm. uh, is the 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 Lowe's Feliz house or hotel or something. And okay. And uh, Zach does like another PSA about how terrifying how this is one of the most you know the the piece of visual evidence is one of the greatest of all time and blah 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 but apparently this house was very difficult to investigate especially on camera or something like that uh entertainment tonight joined them for investigation it's probably gonna be really shitty the first hour the the last two hour episode was um the devil's like fuck it was it was some (laughs) the devil's fuck (laughs) band 
uh, it was like a juvenile prison. It was a couple weeks ago. And, uh, the first hour was just like terrible. It was just <laughs> way too much, way too many reenactments. It, it's, it's just, it's just like fluff. Like it's crazy. So, right. Uh, cause the investigation itself still felt very short, even though it was a two hour episode. So, uh, lots of buildup, lots of fluff. Um, Zach's very much trying to like last season and like the last couple seasons, the theme, like Zach's little gimmick was, um, getting, getting possessed, uh, or, 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 uh, at least oppressed and then leaving the, the lockdown without telling anyone. So it was a bit where he would leave. And I think it happened on four or five episodes out of like 15, he would bail. And then the rest of the crew would like, quote unquote, freak out about why, where he was. Cause he didn't tell anyone and he would make this big dramatic thing. And then he would just be like, I had to get out because of all the negative energy. I felt rage and anger. And I was going to do something crazy to my friend. Someone. It's just, you know, we all have to remember that Zach was a theater major in college. So he's right. all about uh, making a, a, a storyline in a big uh, dramatic really fashion. Yes. And then this season, it's very much like it's like a weird like like time loop kind of thing, because he is looping back to being kind of how he was on the early seasons in terms of whenever there's like a a a halfway decent not even great evidence because sometimes they don't even call those out which is insane but they have kind of like half-assed pieces of evidence and then they spend like six minutes of airtime on it and then he'll always end it by going like and that cannot be disputed by science like he freaks out Hmm. and like has this huge outburst of like this is one of the crazy like this is fucking fact like you can't deny like just intimidating the the audience and saying you can't deny that this is real kind of thing (laughs) um but like I said, last uh, the last adventurous ghost, they are um, they're having a little more fun again, which is nice because I think one of I mean one of our as longtime viewers, one of Sarah Mai's complaints was the last few seasons have just been too dark, and believe me, he's still playing up him being too dark. He's still playing up that everything is dark and evil and whatever, but right. Uh, uh, but he's at least at least during the investigation, there's like a little more joking going on, a little more lightheartedness, and. Um, and also, uh, Jay Wosley, who we haven't seen on Adventurous Ghost yet, but uh, Jay is like, it's very hit and miss on whether he even participates in the investigation. A lot of times he's back to just being the guy in the chair. And he'll be the guy in the chair for like five episodes straight. And then all of a sudden for two episodes, he's like getting all the evidence. So, uh, but I think it's because uh, if I if I would make a guess, it's because he tends to be the most like guy doing the rituals and things like that. And so... He's literally gotten a he got a divorce from his wife because of what happened to her on I think it's like a season sixteen oh, or so the yeah, goat, man's, yeah. goat man's bridge or something like that because she gets like possessed uh, and he does a whole like a like a summoning ritual and all this weird shit so anyway but uh, they've got Bacon uh, this guy named Jeff who they call Bacon is a new crew member mm-hmm. on the show uh, very bro daddy kind of biker looking dude they have a, a girl on the show who's actually one of the better like investigators because she's just kind of normal, but she was on the uh, scene more in the recent ghost adventures house calls where Zach would stay at home on zoom and do the investigation remotely because he didn't want to go into people's German fested houses uh, with the rest of the group. The German fest. <laughs> you didn't want to go to an Oktoberfest on accident. That's really fun. I like, yeah. don't like drinking around big crowds. No, okay. I don't like eating <laughs> cylinder meat in front of people and mashed fried bits. 
shout out to Zach, though. He just uh, wishing him a speedy recovery. He tweeted out the other day that uh, he said sinus surgery uh, stinks more than rotten pumpkins or something like that. So more more sinus issues, but probably can also expect another refinement to his nose job, uh, just like his first nose jobs. Um, but yeah, they are in, uh, the big AZ as they call it, Arizona. Um, and they're, they're just outside of Sedona, Arizona. They're at the Jerome Grand Hotel. It is a hotel now, but it used to be a hospital. So they call Jerome ghost city. It's a very small town. It looks like you can see the whole thing from the kind of helicopter shot they had, but, uh, I don't know if, drones were around i mean i know know they were around but like Mm -hmm. i don't think they were common camera things yet until like i want to say like 2013 or 14 oh yeah 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 it was definitely yeah that's even then i think early on think yeah but um this episode you can see on their x cams the date is um december something of 2010 and i and I, i i like mentally called it out in the beginning i was like okay he looks a little more refined but his body his build still looks like like season one shit and like all of see well season one through like three was shot in 2009 mm-hmm. this was shot i guess bulk with season four but then it's weird because some of the episodes in season five that we've already seen were like uh in the spring of fucking 2011 or something so i don't know what i don't know i truly don't know how or why they build seasons this way. But I guess if they're picking out, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's any rhyme or reason, at least with the new seasons, but uh, it doesn't seem like they build towards it. They just kind of randomly are there. So I don't know why they, they put them out of order, but uh, I'm not sure what's to be gained of that. Cause if anything, you would like to see them like, you know, learn as they go along and evolve in their own skill set with things. But anyway, um, just had kind of a, a, a slightly goofier vibe. Billy's back with um, his Mohawk. That's very gross. Uh, uh, mohawk and very baggy jeans. So he even back in 2010, he was like bringing back the the late 90s, early 2000s kind of Jenko jeans, kind of rap rock right. sort of vibe. vibe. But uh, he's now uh, uh, called there. He's the guy in the van in this episode. He the, he's called the Ghost Adventures crew EVP expert now. So not just like the sound engineer or something like that. So or audio audio engineer um ultimately which means he's he's the guy with the laptop and some software he paid for I guess. so those those macbooks aren't cheap oh yeah they, uh, they, they, call up. <laughs> they call it ghost city because there are quote more ghosts than people that live in the town more ghosts than residents mm-hmm. yeah a big time mining town uh it it uh, over a billion dollars of gold and silver and, and copper i think came out of the mines there uh and yeah the the former hospital had uh, an average of one person die per day of, over the many years it was in operation and had 9,000 people die. Uh, ex- and yet, and yet Zach only focuses on the one guy who got decapitated by the elevator. So, right. Um, that Which is he almost the, does. Yes. That's the, this is like the microcosm of why Zach can be this, this crew can be really dumb and broy sometimes. It's like, you could probably get tons of evidence if you were trying to connect with just whoever was there, but uh, he wants to talk to Claude Harvey and Claude Harvey alone. So uh, they're driving up this big hill where the hotel is in an old timey kind of Model T S car, and uh, Nick opens the episode. He's like, 
man, this is like riding in style. <laughs> like I've never said like riding in style. This is cool, man. Uh, and uh, this is an early example too of like Zach claiming that he wants to do this investigation to help uh, the dead people that are unnamed. So because there's 9,000 people, many of them were undocumented and he wants to help. Like his number one goal is to, to name their names, hopefully, and, and really get their story out there as if that it's going to help them. I don't know. Move, move to the next side. Yeah. Yes. Um, get that promotion to the rainbow bridge. Um, uh, and, uh, fun fact, they are literally never successful in this in the entire series. So he still does that <laughs> today. And it, it becomes this like noble grand gesture in the beginning of the episode. And then it always just peters off. Nothing happens. And then he literally made a show that was two seasons long called Ghost Adventures Aftershocks, uh, literally about how he and the Ghost Adventures crew made things worse for people after they left the investigation. <laughs> so yeah. he would have those people back to interview them in the Haunted Museum. Uh, and, oh, there's a Haunted Museum special coming up, too, uh, for Ghost Tober as well. So, um, but because uh, people were asking, like, oh, when are you going to investigate the museum again? And, and uh, mm-hmm. there's like a whole new... I have to look. He said that like season two of doing that is coming up. I'm like, well, there was a season one of him. Like, I think I thought I've seen everything that he's promoted, but right. I uh, got to check that out. But, um, uh, but yeah, he, uh, he would interview the people that lived, uh, at these houses or, you know, worked at these places that they would investigate and would come back to talk about how it had gotten worse since they left. And pretty much each episode ends with like, if, uh, if it's okay with you, we will, uh, we will pay to have some of our best um, exorcist and cleansing teams out there. <laughs> uh, you know, they're like, okay, sure. It's like, why? Like, again, we all, my wife and I are always like, just fucking do that the first time. Right, know, so. right, right. Um, bum, 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 bum. Oh yeah. Uh, they're talking to the manager who is this guy named Chris mm-hmm. and uh, he looks like um, Suncoast Matt, uh, as I said. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, he's a yeah, younger guy. Uh, he's, he's telling people, um, uh, he's telling, he's telling the crew about, you know, people checking out in the middle of the night and it's still a very common thing. And, uh, Zach, just the first thing he says, he's like, you can definitely sense that there's been like 9,000 deaths when you're just walking around these hallways. And I'm like, could you really like, if we just like blindfold dropped you in there, would you literally say it feels like thousands of people have died here? Cause I don't think you would. So, right. Well, he, again, he would, because that's just, he would assume wherever we are is true or that's happened even vr right vr vr uh but um uh oh yeah zach's like uh you know everywhere we go i like to reach out to the local paranormal community and get their feedback on the place and so literally it looks like um uh our friend thrillin and the aforementioned uh matt see just in his future form but although this matt looked much happier because he has a passion in his life unlike the real Matt, but um, who was on I mean, <laughs> Did you see him falling asleep at Disneyland? Yes, I, I looked at every story <laughs> segment that both he and Sunkoski Geek posted. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, Sunkoski Geek was like, oh, Matt found an opportunity to fall asleep here in line or on the ride. Or <laughs> but I mean, it was crazy because they were at theme parks like five fucking days in a row and I would be fucking tired too, I think. I mean, well, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they did the horror night. So that's, yes. I think they're at a park all day and then into the night of yes. you know, seven hours into that. And they were eating pure garbage all the time and sugary drinks and whatever. Well, too. that's all they, that whole crew does. Oh my God. And then they, 
they dragged him to, and I'm, I mean, I'm joking, but like they put, they took him to Oktoberfest uh, at one of the parks, but I'm like, he doesn't even drink beer. Like, well, that was at Disney World at uh, the, the, yeah, where you've been, right? Where it's yeah, like the yeah, world yeah. of beers or world, world of drinks uh, or whatever. The World Showcase, the lake. Right, right, right. So it was just, yeah, the Oktoberfest time. Well, you know, he'll eat the meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It is very odd that he he doesn't drink any alcohol, but probably for the best. It's for sure for the best. <laughs> doesn't need any more downers in his. Yeah, no more downer. He doesn't need to be addicted to anything else. Yes. <laughs> um, but, 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 uh, but yeah, this is this is uh, Thrillin' and Matt here. They're a ghost hunting crew and that live in the area. They have an EVP that's one of their best, he says. And it says, go straight to hell, straight to hell, straight to hell. They played a bunch of times. Pretty cool. It sounds sounds pretty clear. It sounds tonal. Uh, and Zach is uh, listening. It's like, well, could certainly see why guests are checking out in the middle of the night after hearing that, huh? And then another uh, EVP says, uh, uh, they say it says that bastard Frank. It just says that bastard, whatever. And the guy that looks like Thrill and is actually named Frank. <laughs> it's kind of sad because he goes, he goes, eh. He goes, I get uh, called names all the time. <laughs> and then Zach fist bumps him. The sound effect is a massive explosion when he fist bumps in and Zach goes, you and me both, brother. <laughs> I'm like, Zach, I don't think you should put yourself in the same shoes as uh, a five foot three, 300 pound man. But um, uh, Zach makes says a very strange phrase. He goes, yeah, well, I mean, just like a good movie, you know, like you put you put a bunch of, you know, different kinds of good people into like a summer camp and a killer is going to show up you know, at that camp, <laughs> like, cause he's saying like when you have a hotel that has all sorts of different energies in there, then people somehow an evil thing right, will show brought up to it. Yeah. It's attracted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess, cause it wants to feed me. Yeah, it was a very, very odd delivery and, and uh, line in general. Uh, the boys are back with the manager in the basement, this guy, Chris, and uh, they're talking about this, uh, uh, guy claude who was a maintenance worker there claude harvey claude and, hopper yeah. <laughs> and claude uh there there is still a uh they call it a chalk outline it's a tape outline because chalk wouldn't last that long there's a tape outline of a man and they're like hey like aaron's like where's his upper torso and his head and then they're asking about his head even though i'm sure they already know the story and um the elevator came down on this guy's head uh, but it's not clear because that's kind of a weird, you'd have to slip at just the right time or something, or you wanted to kill yourself. So, uh, they were never allowed to do an autopsy on the body. And Chris says that historically it is thought that this was a covered up murder of this guy, Claude, because he was asking too many questions about the mining operation when it was still, uh, a hospital and the mine, which was very strange. Like the hospital had some deal with the mine or whatever, and so probably some like organized crime thing. And so Zach then immediately uh, turns into sincere, you know, help a ghost Zach. And he says, uh, he says, well, we have our mission for tonight. We're going to communicate with Claude Harvey and try to help him out. And he's, you know, calls out. He's like, Claude, buddy, <laughs> we want to talk to you tonight. And he's having a stupid heart to heart with them. Uh, he wants to recreate Claude's death by laying with his head off of the edge. So kind of filling in the uh, chalk outline. But with the camera pointed straight up while the elevator comes down onto his head and uh, Zach says, hey, if I lose my head doing this, there's a stapler out in the van. <laughs> and then Aaron is smirking and like 
sneak like sidles to the in front of the camera and he's like and i'm gonna sell it on ebay but um i i i remember the first time watching this with sarah we were like oh god oh god but like then this time we couldn't tell if it was a bit or not like, oh, like i'm sure there was a bit involved because it's like yeah. coming down i'm just gonna wait there like if they really if he really couldn't see it coming that's crazy right because yeah because he's his the whole the whole bit was like i think it was a bit I mean, he would have been still dangerous too. it was still it's yeah, still a yeah. high risk bit right and so uh i think you sell those at your job too like high exactly risk. you're yes. kind of the, the factory seconds but when you have with a, you know drill bits yeah you don't really want to bet on those but you can save a good chunk of change so. exactly yeah uh, it's worth <laughs> worth the risk of the eye yes <laughs> and all the customers have to sign a waiver when they check out uh, with those C. products so um but yeah so he has his big uh lengthy camera and he's looking through the viewfinder as with all you know their cameras and he claims that he couldn't he couldn't get a good gauge on the depth through the viewfinder how close the camera was we're seeing it from the, the outside they're cutting back and forth to his shot as well and then nick's like you might want to start moving now. You might want to start. And then like Chris goes, he's, and he goes, what? And then Chris, the manager grabs his feet and kind of doesn't really pull him, but he grabs him to like get to get his attention. And then Zach, you know, does a, a crunch and, and, gets up. Um, yeah. and he's like, thanks to Chris for saving my life. But they're looking at the footage and this is where I'm like, I don't know the, the, the like, what? Like when he goes, what? When Nick says, you better get out of there. It's like, it's not like Zach was, uh, hypnotized under there or something you know he acts like he was like in a fog right and, uh, you just you just I couldn't see anything I, I you know it was in the, it was in the lens that i couldn't i couldn't get the depth perception and sarah sarah was wondering if maybe it ha- it actually happened but then they like like a reality show they'll recreate events because right, they didn't catch it on camera the first time so right, like oh that was closer than i thought and then yes. yeah go back <laughs> to it and then uh uh and and chris goes you're crazy, Zach. And Zach goes, yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> uh, so this is this is ultimately just a uh, high risk um, kind of bravery virtue signal moment that Zach has had many times to to show somebody show that the audience and the crew that he's the bravest one, that he's the alpha. He's the big boy. Group. Um, they talk to a lanky man named Lonnie next door. So it's the clubhouse building. It's just down the hill. And it was part of the hospital back in the day. He's using a chunk of the clubhouse building as a woodworking shop. And he literally is so spooked out by going to the bathroom that's at the end of a spooky hallway that he passes the empty rooms and then asks the ghost permission and says, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. And Zach goes, got to tell you, sounds like that's pretty hard to pee. (laughs) Uh, and, And Lonnie has like a very high voice. He's like a high talker for his very tall, lanky size. Like, oh yeah, I was in there. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, it's not like reedy or anything, but and he's got those like he's got like clean smoker's teeth. Like he doesn't look like a smoker, but he has those teeth that are like where the teeth are so they're like curvy. Like because I think the gum is so receded, like the gum is so high that you start seeing the the root of the tooth as it curves back up into mm-hmm. your skull, you know. And so a uh, very interesting look. Uh, Nice enough guy. He doesn't, he like could be a creep, but he actually seems pretty, pretty normal despite living in this town and like being a, a woodworker and Weirdo, stuff. And yeah. he his wife and his wife seems a little kooky. Um, Cause he kind of paints himself to be the believer at her, the skeptic, but then she, they go to her house a little later and uh, 
She's hardcore. A little odd, but um, uh, Zach, uh, they go to commercial. Zach promotes the, uh, of course, the encounters videos and Aaron's vlogs on TravelChannel.com. Hey, check it out. Hey, check it out. My dick's pretty big. <laughs> uh, Spooky. <laughs> uh, they go into the scary part of the clubhouse building uh, down this big hallway. Um, this is where a man, a maintenance man named Michael lived. Uh, he killed himself, but Lonnie doesn't tell him that for a little while. But uh, I think Zach already knows because we can always tell when Zach is acting. He's like, so can we can we like interview this guy? Can we talk to this guy? And and Lonnie's like, yeah, I mean, he's uh, a few years ago, two, three years ago. Uh, he uh, committed suicide, but I, I think he's still floating around. <laughs> and, uh, aye, aye, aye. <laughs> and then Zach asks how he killed himself. And Lonnie just touches his chin with his finger. Oh God. Yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. a little kiss. <laughs> I was dying because the cut and then it comes back from it. I'm like waiting for that. And you saw, because I'm like, oh, maybe he's going to, like, say something. And it was just like, nope, just dead silence. I was like, yeah. <laughs> finger up his face. Because uh, it wasn't like the like like the two-finger thick gun where, you know, usually people have... People usually have a one-thumb trigger, a one-thumb hammer, and then a two-finger, you know, gun. But he right. had just like one, like a normal hand pointing to his chin. <laughs> right. Ugh, um, I, I wrote a note here that I forgot. I was like, I was like, did he kill himself with a gun or did he just hit his chin really hard? Like, <laughs> yeah. One chin touch man from anime, like one. Yeah, touch man. yeah. Um, but uh, we're back with Chris. He's talking about a man named uh, v- Vanilla Hobauer, which is a funny name. He says was quite a character, also a maintenance worker. And Zach does a bit. He's like v- Vanilla w- Vanilla waff- Wafer. What? Uh, vanilla Wafer. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, oh, Vanilla Hobauer. Okay, he was quite a character. He, blah, blah, blah. he was a night watchman. He lived in that area for a year. Uh, and he also reported seeing... So, sorry, the guy, Michael, who killed himself, he reported and talked to Lonnie personally many times about seeing people walking in the hallways, like seeing ghosts, seeing a lady, seeing a guy. Uh, and then uh, this guy, Vanilla, <laughs> uh, also reported that stuff and hung himself from a pipe that Zach is standing right under. So there we go. Uh, there seems to be a trend of people killing themselves that live in this haunted clubhouse and seeing apparitions. So uh, they're, you know, they're talking outside and, you know, acting very concerned and Nick's like weird coincidence. I don't think so. Uh, and Zach's like, yeah, he's like kind of, he's it's, it's nice. Cause it makes sense. He's kind of worried about Lonnie um, as if Lonnie has probably never thought of this before, but he's worried about Lonnie because if Lonnie is also kind of a blue collar worker that that he's, he doesn't live there, at least. So he gets a break. The other two guys lived in the place. Um, but uh, he's working there. They're like, they want to make sure Lonnie's OK. And he goes, and you know how we're going to make sure he's OK? We're going to ask him to investigate with us tonight. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"What laughs> okay. that? Maybe like facing his fear or something. I don't know. But um, he asked them. He asked Lonnie immediately and like literally before he's finished asking he's he's like yes (laughs) (laughs) yes yes um but uh lonnie claims to have even brought home an entity once and his wife was very mad at him oh right i brought something he kept saying that uh yeah my wife always tells me just as long as you keep your work at work then i don't care um and so uh so then it just cuts to them going to 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 lonnie's house so they can ask his wife permission if Lonnie can come on the investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I mean, he can't come in the investigation, but he can go to the investigation. Right. Right. Uh, he only comes to me. Um, and she says, she says, if you live in this community of Jerome long enough, then paranormal shit will start to happen to you. It's not a matter of if, but when. So uh, their house was a butcher shop. She says they see the butcher sometimes walking around, which is also crazy that Lonnie never said any of this, or maybe he actually did. And that's why they actually went to the house, not to ask for permission, because if he was having paranormal shit at home, I'm sure Zach, you know, would want to talk, but uh, have a mix. They see the butcher sometimes. And then also she says, we guess how you doing? (laughs) The butcher. (laughs) He never shuts up about how soups need to die. (laughs) I don't know who Starlight is. I don't know who Homelander is. (laughs) I just want to go home. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they see this butcher with a bloody axe or something or a hatchet or something, which I guess is how butchers work. Um, and then they get like what she says, she, they get blocked, like from pa- passing beyond like a certain hallway or threshold in their house. So like they can't go to the other half of the house because they'll just like, you know, one of them will just be there and she'll like scream for Lonnie because she can't really move from that space. They didn't go into it very much, but. Uh, I, I believe her, I guess, but she she seems definitely a little kooky, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and that lazy eye does not help her case in seeming a little more grounded. But, right. Uh, she says that it's fine if he wants to go, but just to keep everything there and to leave it there and not bring it home. So um, all this negative energies build up uh, in the in the Ghost Adventures crew. They're only a short drive from Sedona, Arizona. So they head over to a, uh, meet with a friend of Lonnie's who is a vortex expert and teaches Zach and the crew about what vortex or vortices are. And, you know, they're, they're geomagnetic kind of spirals of energy that are, that are coming out of the earth. And uh, so they, they actually exist, whether they affect you or not is kind right, of right. Question, right. So, um, but Sedona is known for these, these uh, vortices and vortex tours and, uh, you know, vortex sound baths and healing sessions and meditation sessions, all this kind of stuff. So uh, I would be interested to go and see what it feels like, but um, uh, maybe at some point. But uh, they're kind of like it's a little montage of them, like kind of meditating, relaxing, look kind of kind of looking like a Christian band uh, mm-hmm. on the edge of this rock and just having their arms out and everything. And uh, Nick's fucking meditating, you know, in, this, in the fucking um, yogi position and and uh, with a picnic basket. Uh, See. Not, not a yoga master. <laughs> like the bear. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and he had boo boo with him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, and Zach is like, wow, that was, that was just like a spiritual transfusion. Like all the, all the negative energy was taken out and just positive was put in. She's like, yeah, yeah. And she's doing it too. Um, they, uh, they also brag in front of her about how scary the investigation is going to be. Cause she's been there before. She, she says that she doesn't feel that it's like negative evil vibes, but more that it's like uh, grief and sad vibes, which is interesting because it makes sense that these people were suicidal, you know? So if they're right. just surrounded in that juice all the time, they might do it themselves. So, um, I mean, you, you stick steak in the marinade long enough. It's going to taste like the marinade. Okay. See, see. Uh, <laughs> they, they uh, so they brag, of course, about how scary it's going to be. And when they're leaving, and Nick's like, yeah, but you know, I mean, welcome to the Ghost Adventures crew, right? And Zach's like, yeah, welcome to the crew, my right, Nick? And then they fist bump, <laughs> but it like, it goes boom, boom, like there's two <laughs> fist bumps or something like, oh my God. But that's very season one kind of shit, but uh, which I guess is, you know, proven by them shooting into that 2010. So uh, the lockdown begins. They are standing next to a very 
like a Christopher Walken cosplayer uh, next to them. But it's actually Gary Galka, who is Ooh. the inventor of a lot of ghost inventing equipment. So um, he is Gary. Uh, looks, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> he, he looks like a Vegas magician with like the jet black dyed hair, uh, the hair that is almost existing to prove that he isn't balding, like the excess, like, you know, the fucking like, uh, uh, just for men, all black. There's not right. a single wispy. Everything no is touch perfect. of gray. Exactly. Yeah. Very Wayne Newton-esque kind of hair. Right. And um, to where, yeah, it's falsely thick. Exactly. It's so thinned. <laughs> and then, of course, the pencil thin beard has to match to look like a magician. Right. Some weird shit. Wearing all black, of course. Shirt uh, that says, I'm not a rapist. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> racist. Well, rapist creep. Uh, he, But yeah, he's invented a lot of their devices like the Melmeter, the real-time digital recorder. He also invented something they never use again, which is this jacket that uh, Zach has. And it has like all of these like um, EMF and temperature sensors. But like the lights are so tiny, like they're like little tiny pinprick bulbs on this like huge. So like he's swimming in this black jacket and it's like, guys, just have a fucking a thermometer. You know what I mean? Like, so, like the EMF meter yeah. usually has a temperature gauge, too. So it's like, why do you need this fucking jacket? But um they also uh, would later on too, what when they move to the clubhouse after the main hospital, they like blanket the whole thing in real time recorders, which is really cool, except that they don't fucking find anything on those things. So maybe that's why they bail on stuff like that. But um, uh, they start off with a thermal cam. Gary is helping him with their investigation on this first half, and he's running a digital uh, the, like the real time recorder the entire time. Uh, darkness check, of course. And uh, uh, Zach is like full on black space. Uh, <laughs> and they do like two more darkness checks this episode. Uh, they go and talk to Claude, who was killed by the elevator. Zach's nicely introducing himself. Uh, Billy's in the van checking the audio, and mon- he's, he's the nerve center guy this episode. And uh, Zach also connects with Claude because he, of course, almost died in the elevator too the day before. So uh, he knows what it feels like. Um, Zach thinks he, thinks he sees something on the thermal, but it just gets debunked as Nick's reflection. Uh, Zach jumps down the elevator shaft and has a heart to heart with Claude and they get a really strange uh, EVP. That's like a female kind of a higher pitch tone voice. And it's like, I just want. And then uh, Nick is, he can't, they can't hear this yet, but Nick goes, tell us what you want. And then literally as if this was, was strange. They get a second EVP, but those first three words sound like like perfectly identical, as if it was a program saying the same thing again. It was very strange. So mm-hmm. it goes, I just want listen and help. Like it says, I just want kind of pause, listen and help. Um, right. And so, but I, I found it very strange that the I just want was like identical. I don't know if we've ever seen that before. We've seen, re- we've seen repeated phrases, but it was so odd that it was just like, I don't like, I don't know if I could imitate myself that close to it. You know Perfectly. what I mean? Perfectly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they don't, they don't even review this until <laughs> the end of the episode with Billy after the investigation's over, which is kind of lame because they spent like two minutes going apeshit on the, you know, post post-production Zach narrator Zach is going crazy saying how amazing this EVP was. And then we see it at the end. It's like, well, at least show us something that we didn't hear, you know, if you're going to fucking go right. Billy or something. So, um, but, uh, uh, they, they like, they bail, like they fucking bail on the main, uh, hospital 
that 9,000 people died in after like an hour or two. And then they go over to the clubhouse. And so they're at the van, which is parked in front of the clubhouse. Billy's there. Gary Galk is there. He doesn't do the rest of the investigation with them. He hangs out with Billy in the fucking van for some reason. And Zach suits up with his weird jacket. He mentions the eight recorders that are in various places in the, the clubhouse building. Uh, and and this is the building where Lonnie works and where um, the guys kill themselves. So uh, Zach says, you'll be able to hear a mouse fart in there, boys. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. they laugh, yeah. uh, Zach has a pre-COVID mask on because of his, quote, uh, uh, what do you say, allergen-born asthma or some bullshit. So um, Lonnie has joined them in the clubhouse now, too. And uh, the one of the best pieces of evidence they get is right off the bat, they're up in this kind of second floor area and a huge bang happens. So some door slams somewhere and they go out it take it. I mean, they're freaking out over this for like a whole commercial break and whatever they go out to the balcony. There's absolutely no breeze. Lonnie's like, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy how still it is tonight. And he gets a little creepy in this investigation here, but, um, but, uh, uh, there's nothing that could have slammed the door shut. Zach has like a gigantic condom that he uses to show <laughs> that, uh, there's no wind. He blows on oh, the right. Yeah. See, uh, it's not blown. <laughs> Look at that. Doors uh, open, close. Uh, and then, um, uh, after like five minutes of proving that the door couldn't have been slammed by the wind or anyone, cause it's a balcony and they would have had to jump off and kill themselves on the second or third floor. But, um, Zach tells Nick to stay up there by himself and make zero sounds because they want to test. They basically want to do like an EVP session for the entire location because they have those eight recorders in the various spots. Right. So uh, he tells Nick to stay up there by himself in perfect darkness. Uh, He tells Aaron to go to the morgue by himself uh, and uh, they just have their shoulder cam. So like their little cams that like constantly. Mm -hmm are shooting their face. So, I mean, it's like something else I got in my pants, but, Oh yeah. Uh, but, uh, so Aaron's all bombed going down there and, uh, uh, he does have a walkie and a flashlight though, I think. So, um, for some reason, Zach brings up, um, little kids, which he's never talked about before. Like he never even mentioned that any of the hospital patients were children in any sort of, uh, or anything. So, uh, so yeah, but he's like, he's like, if any of you little kids are here, I, I'm yelling, but I'm not mad at you. So don't be scared. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, so any little kids here, I want you to go down to that guy in the morgue and, and just mess with him and touch him and, you know, get him out of there or something. And so nothing really happens except Aaron is like, are you guys circling around me? Like checking me out right now. And he technically can't hear what Zach is saying. I don't think so. Um, but pretty quickly, like nothing major happens, and he just calls out to Zach like a fucking baby. He's like, "Zach, get in here! I'm, it doesn't feel good in here." And then Nick is upstairs; uh, he's freezing cold. And uh, that you know, they go and check on Aaron, and Zach's like, "Just fucking stay in here longer." And then Billy's like cracking up back at the <laughs> the nerve center, which was kind of funny. Um, Zach is running an EVP session. His jacket lights up. Uh, it's three degrees hotter on his arm, which is not that interesting because ghosts are supposed to make things colder. Um, Zach and Lonnie are talking to Michael, who's the suicide victim, the the maintenance guy that that uh, uh, kissed his chin finger to death uh, a few years back. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they both get like numbness in their body, which is kind of interesting, I guess. They both got it the same because Lonnie mentions it first, which is kind of interesting. I can't imagine he would have a more of a reason to lie or be a showman or anything. So, 
Um, and then um, Zach's like, I know you're right behind us right now. I can feel you. And then a, a really, a really big thump happens right after he says that somewhere, which was kind of cool. So those thumps, I mean, can be the easiest, easiest. My thump, my thump, my thump, <laughs> my thumbly Thady thumps. Um, uh, Nick is freaked out a bit as they regrow with him uh, because he, uh, he's like, I was looking over here and I saw like a black mass with my own eyes and, and I followed over there and it wanted me to go to the attic with it. And it like, it, I, but I didn't because it really, I think it wanted to do harm. I'm not even kidding, Zach. So he's kind of freaked out. Uh, but it's cool because they then actually capture uh, apparently what he saw on the thermal cam in a little bit. So uh, Zach's jacket's also showing cold spikes around Nick, which is interesting. Um, he tells Zach to go over to the entryway of the attic area and and see what he feels. And Zach does, he's sweeping back and forth with a thermal cam. So you're seeing all this kind of purple and pinkish red, you know, predator kind of vision. And you see this big blob of like mist form and it like form out of kind of the ground or coming up out of the ground. It kind of pauses and, and is like a circle or a sphere. And then it goes up and disappears and, and Zach pans away because he doesn't catch it like the first time really. So that was a pretty cool piece of evidence, but this is the end of the episode. So right. um, pretty much there was the door bang the thump you know some body numbness and a thump and you know the the kind of you know i don't know i mean the, the evp was it's it sounded like ai generated it didn't sound like some intelligent spirit it was weird but um but uh, so pretty much like four pieces of evidence which i mean is probably a lot more than a lot of investigators get but still uh nothing too exciting until this um blob which was really weird because it literally does block out the background like it's so dense or thick that it blocks out the background as it's floating up so um with like and when it's like light anomalies you can usually kind of see through them they don't they're not usually that dense looking they look kind of like a lens flare or something where this actually looked like a a glob of shit like like a shadow or something for which mm-hmm. is so um Ba-ba-ba-boom. oh yeah so they're done after that and lonnie's like oh, i can't thank you now for including me and Bobby. all right thank like you know thanks lonnie fuck off and they get rid of him they cut to somewhere probably the hotel or something the next day they're reviewing the shit and billy is revealed now as the 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 gac evp expert so he shows them the evp with the i just want to listen and help they go over it. it's like the last two minutes of the episode they're all shitting their pants over we've already seen this bad editing uh and then zach's doing like a weird like a very basic recap like i, I wanted him to wax poetic as he usually does but he's just like we saw a ghost that slammed a door we saw a shadow blob and it's like okay they're just showing literally a recap right. of what we just saw which is kind of weird but um but yeah that's that's it he oh he hopes lonnie can find some closure that's really the goal which at least that's more fair than a nebulous grand gesture that the goat that that over nine thousand ghosts might find closure because they talk to them you know, right, right. Yeah, all of them are now magically <laughs> good to go. Yeah. Uh, I was also disappointed there was no spirit box use because they were getting EVPs. Right. You know, just use the fuck. And also, they weren't getting... It wasn't the real-time uh, EVP or the digital recorder. It was just the one they have to play back, too, which was kind of lame. So right. all that set up kind of for nothing. But I guess that's the nature of ghost adventuring um the next episode is what are we just the yorktown hospital uh they head to yorktown texas to investigate the town's oldest hospital where it's claimed that as many as two thousand people died so pretty much the same as this episode there is a real 
I don't know if you saw the the like the you know the fucking you know coming up on the next episode thing, but there's a real kind of an Iggy Pop trashy guy mm, um, mm-hmm. that like lives on the property with like fucking goats or like llamas or some weird shit, or something like. That. Um, I forget too. After that, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Oh, there we go. Look forward to that two episodes, but uh, but yeah. Other than that, uh, I'm glad we got this slipped this into kind of the middle of the month. Hope you guys are having kind of. Great uh, Halloween spooky season. Yeah, spooky season, uh, or what I hear uh, here in Southern California a lot is Los Espookies. Uh, there we um, go. By a lot of uh, my Hispanic friends, I um, mean people on Instagram. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are these fucking people on Instagram over here yeah. in the Home Depot lot? Oh, you mean oh, yeah. Mexicans? <laughs> yes, Insta and no, or Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, other than that, thanks for the support as always. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 bye.